Hi, lovey. Welcome to the Coming Out Gold podcast. I'm Coach Tammy, a life coach and strategist determined to encourage, empower, and equip women so they can live the lives they were meant to live before the world told them they weren't enough. Once you shake off the sack of shoulds you've been handed, you'll be ready to embark on a journey where you start creating the life of your dreams. It's time for you to step into your power, break up with false narratives, and learn how to come out gold. And I'll be here to walk with you every step of the way. Welcome back to episode 42 of the Coming Out Go podcast, where we are kicking off our series on daily rhythms. I am so glad you were here, lovey, because I think this topic is applicable regardless of your life season, but it's especially helpful in those seasons of transition. Last week in episode 41, we talked all about how to tackle seasons of transition, the ones that come naturally or the ones you wish didn't come. I gave you a three-part plan where you could look back over the past, look into your present, and look ahead toward your future. This was about acknowledging what has been, owning what is, and falling in love with what could be. Transitions can lead to disruptions in our daily rhythm. What worked in one season may not work in the next, which is why we're doing this three-part series. Over the course of this series, we're going to make room in your life for growth, determine how you want your life to look, and eliminate anything that doesn't align with the vision you create. Our first bite-sized foray into this will focus on how to edit your life, specifically your physical environment. Author James Clear sends out a weekly newsletter, and one of his recent ones, he asks a question that is a perfect jumping off point for us in this series today. He asked, Before you ask yourself, what should I do today? Ask yourself, what should I remove today? Create the space you need to succeed. Did that one hit you like it hit me? As you look at your life, the part you're actually living in the day in and day out routines, how do you create space to succeed in the areas of your life that you say matter? I'm serious here. How do you set up the physical spaces in your life to make your life easier, lower the friction and create margin for you to do something as simple as exhale? Maybe a better question to ask is, do you make space in your environment, in your calendar, and in your relationships to be successful. In the organization I am working with, the bulk of our work is focused on equity. As such, we've been discussing how to bring equity to women in the workplace, especially in light of the amount of invisible work women do. Because most women today work outside the home, they find themselves working the equivalent of two very full-time positions. You probably know what I'm talking about here. They take care of their responsibilities at work, and they take care of all the responsibilities at home. And even those with very supportive and helpful partners, the invisible load running on hyperdrive inside the minds of women is 100% on them. Whether that's a nature or nurture response, I'm not sure. But what I do know is it exists. This leaves them moving through life on autopilot, being pushed by the pace of life and a primal need to survive instead of being intentional about coming present and choosing each step to take. We have to find a way to end this so we can all be women moving with clarity, running on purpose towards the life we want to live because we deserve to live a life of purpose and joy and ease. It's up to us to do what we can to help us get off the hamster wheel of hustle, wake up to our own dreams and design a life and a home and a car and a calendar where we minimize the load we carry and begin to live a balanced and well-managed story. 
I believe we have all experienced the feeling of overwhelm. I mean, 2020 happened to all of us, right? Today, it's time to learn a new way to set daily rhythms so we kick overwhelm to the curb for good. Life has undergone a season of transition, leaving chaos in its wake recently. Dealing with the emotional aftermath of a transition season can leave us feeling out of balance and off kilter. It's wrong to navigate a season of transition as if nothing has changed. How weird is that, y'all? We have to acknowledge it and adjust accordingly so we can begin to establish new daily rhythms. Lovey, please hear me say this. I understand that transitions can wreak havoc on our lives. This can happen regardless of the shape or size of the transition. Let's use 2021 as an example. Some businesses were beginning to transition from being fully remote as they were in 2020 to being hybrid workplaces. Others brought all their teams back to the office full time. The rhythms everyone had established during the pandemic ended, and it was time to get back to quote unquote normal. And those poor pandemic puppies, they found their humans were no longer there to entertain them 24-7. Kids had to learn to do school at home, and then they had to integrate back into a traditional classroom. People had to leave their homes, which y'all required wearing real pants after months of being on Zoom where it was business on the top, PJs on the bottom. A few episodes back, I confessed how wearing shoes was something I didn't realize would make me crazy as I entered my transition season. We all have areas of friction when we move into a new season. They could be as small as wearing pants or shoes or as big as an unexpected illness or a relationship ending. It's hard, y'all. Transitions are hard. So we have to be ready and willing to edit our life to help us get the wheels back on the bus and the bus back on the road. This requires us to practice making a pivot. If anyone gets the need to pivot following a transition, heaven knows your girl does. When your life gets blown to bits by a very challenging divorce, everything, every single thing is suddenly a transition. For me, nothing remained constant or steady life as I knew it was burned to the ground with only ashes remaining. But what I know is that the phoenix always rises from the ashes. As one of our coming out gold family lovey, you know that the fires only refine us so that we can come out pure, beautiful gold. If I can come through the complete and utter destruction of my life and transition to a place where I'm a stronger, wiser, kinder human being, I know you can do the same too. One of the key tools I used to survive my most difficult season was implementing daily rhythms across several areas of my day. Honestly, I use them to ease myself from one part of the day to the next. Okay, if I'm fully transparent here, ease probably isn't the right word. Drag me from one part of the day to the next. Pull me as if by a tow truck. Help me belly crawl as if moving through a battle zone. Yeah, those would definitely be better and more accurate descriptions than ease. Listen, lovey, I don't ever want to sugarcoat something or as we say in the South, put lipstick on a pig because at the end of the day, the pig is still a pig, even if it's wearing a fabulous red lipstick. Anyway. Daily rhythms saw me through my season of transition then, and they see me through the daily living of my life now. And I want to share with you the first step I always take in tackling my season of transition, and that is to edit your life for real. Edit it like your seventh grade English teacher edited the very first term paper you had to write. Take that symbolic red pen and go to town with these three simple steps. Downsize, donate, delete. As I said earlier, the goal in the series is to make room for what you want, determine how you want your life to look, and then eliminate anything that doesn't align with that. This starts 
with editing your life. Step one is to downsize. Here, our focus is on reduction, reducing things, reducing responsibilities, reducing overcrowding of our spaces, our calendar, our minds, our cars, our closets, all the things, all of the things. I want you to assess every area of your life. If your dining room table is too large for your space and you don't use it as a result, sell it and buy a smaller one. You will use. If you have clothes in your closet that bring feelings of shame, get them out now. Whatever it is that's taking up too much room in your space, mind, or spirit, let it go. Now, when many hear the word downside, our minds can automatically go to getting the proverbial pink slip at work and losing your job or moving to a smaller home, perhaps when you become an empty nester. Most often, it feels like a negative thing. I want us to see it differently in this space. I want us to see the concept of downsizing as an expansion. You are reducing your current space and things to create margins for new ones. By downsizing the areas of your life, you create fertile soil for a new season to grow. Think of a gardener. They buy a piece of property that's totally overgrown, full of vines and brambles and rocks. They begin clearing the land. They may mow it down, weed whack it, or even bring in a bobcat to get the overgrowth out. Then they pull up the rocks and reuse them to build walls and borders around the garden. Now they're ready to plant with an expectancy of growing beautiful, good things. To help you downsize, I want you to look at the areas of your life. As James Clear would say, what's one decision you can make today that will save you from making 10 more decisions in the future? Make the choice that eliminates other choices. Jen Hatmaker always says, make the choice that will help the future you. As women, we suffer from role overload. It's part of that invisible load I spoke of earlier. If you are of a certain age, you may recall the old Charlie perfume commercial from circa 1857 or something very close to that. They told us we were expected to bring home the bacon, fry it up in the pan, and never, ever let our husbands forget they were men because we were women. That's problematic in more ways than I can count today, but sadly, the undercurrent of it still flows through our lives today. It tells us we are responsible for all the things. This means it's up to us to narrow the list of responsibilities so we can carry less of a load. Downsizing creates space to grow. Step two of the process is to donate. Google defines the word donate as giving to a good cause or allowing the removal of. Both work inside this framework. Perhaps in step one, you downsized some of your physical spaces. If so, bag those items up and donate them. And when I say bag them up, I need you to actually donate them. Don't put them in your car and ride around with them for months. I don't know who would do that, but I've heard it happens. Just saying. Much like I discussed in episode 26, clearing clutter clears your mind as well as your space. If there are items in your space that do not bring you joy or worse than that, make you angry or sad, please let them go. I encountered this in my own space recently. I looked around and found I had some items that left me feeling sad every time I looked at them. So I had a choice. If I wanted to leave them there, it meant I was choosing to feel sad every time I looked at them, or I could spend my time avoiding looking at them altogether, which still takes up a lot of energy. Why on earth would I subject myself to this type of torture daily? Instead, I can take those items and donate what I don't want. Or if something's sentimental and I feel like I should keep it, I can store it in a way that's out of sight, out of mind. It's my space. I get to fill it with what, as Marie Kondo says, sparks joy. And I can eliminate anything else that does the opposite. 
by downsizing and donating, you create space in your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual worlds. Creating space makes room for new opportunities. Now on to step three. Here we're going to focus on deleting things. Much like that Control-Alt-Delete configuration of buttons on a computer resets your computer system, deleting parts of your life helps you reset your life. How do we do this? Look at your life. Look at what you say yes to. Look at your calendar. Look at how you spend your time and who you spend your time with. And also look at how you don't spend your time and who you don't spend your time with. Look at what you value, what you say you value and what your life and choices reflect that you value. Again, sometimes they're not the same things. And then start finding places you can delete things. As you hear me say this, you may feel some feels about the idea of deleting things. This isn't me telling you to burn everything in your life to the ground and quit things that bring you joy or add value to your life. Instead, it's about making changes in this season to make your next season easier in the hopes that it can become even more beautiful. Loving nothing you delete today has to be deleted forever. It is simply a seasonal choice. Sometimes we just need to pause something to give our time and attention to something else. If you will spend time editing the things in your life through the lens of the three Ds, downsize, donate, and delete, you will create margin in your life for new daily rhythms, rhythms that will help propel you forward into your next season. New daily rhythms lead to new daily habits. New daily habits build a foundation you can build upon. And building on a solid foundation allows you the strength and flexibility to move in the direction of your dreams. And that is the life we all deserve to be living. Now, as a side note, I want to be clear. Implementing new habits and daily rhythms can feel frustratingly slow. But if you stick with it, the energy you gain from how well they will fill your tank makes the rest of your day smoother. You'll be more productive because your mind is clear, your intention is set, and your focus, it's laser sharp. Push past the momentary discomfort found in downsizing, donating, and deleting because you will turn the corner. As neuroscientist Dr. Caroline Leaf says, it takes three sets of 21 days to rewrite the brain. So please give this process some time. Cultivating new patterns, well, it just takes time. Go back to that image of the garden I gave you. You have to do a lot before you can actually eat the food that grows in the garden. My challenge to you in this upcoming week is to schedule an appointment with yourself. Seriously, like put it on your calendar and start looking around your environment with fresh eyes. Decide where you can downsize, what you can donate, and how you can delete things to make room for growth in the next season. By doing so, you will clear your mind because like I said in episode 26, when you clear your space, you clear your mind. Creating margin opens the door to new discoveries. And when you love your environment, joy, peace, and harmony, they're just easier to find. Being surrounded by things you love, it knits these layers of peace into your day-to-day living. Seasons of transition are going to come. If we are encased in a chaotic environment, our minds will be cluttered. And a cluttered mind, it leads to overwhelm. Overwhelm leads to inaction. Inaction leads to stagnation. Stagnation leads to hopelessness, which frankly can take a soul out. As we wrap up part one in our series on daily rhythms, I want to leave you with a quote from painter Georgia O'Keeffe on making the most of what you have. She says, where I was born and where and how I have lived is unimportant. It is what I have done with where I have been that should be of interest. 
May these words inspire each of us to begin establishing new daily rhythms as we tackle seasons of transition. May we steward well the moments and days that make up our life, regardless of the season we're in. Lovey, I hope these tips help, and I hope you'll return next week when we tackle part two, where we take a deeper dive into how to edit your calendar. Have an amazing week, and thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to the Coming Out Gold podcast with me, Coach Tammy. I hope you enjoyed our time together today and learned something you can take action on to live a better story and that you will come back next week for another episode. As always, check out the show notes below for the links to my social media platforms, as well as the link to my website where you can check out the blog version of the podcast. If you're looking for a coach and are ready to make some real changes in your life, head to my website at rscoachandstrategist.com to book a free discovery call. And if you enjoyed this episode. Please consider leaving it a review and sharing it with friends on social. Be sure to tag me though, so I can say thank you for helping grow our community here. Now go be the superhero of your own story because the world needs the awesomeness that only you bring. It's your time to come out gold.